don't know what that button does. Mm. Sounds better now, anyway. Thank you for joining us here on the Doom Thugs podcast, episode number 236. We are over halfway through February of 20-fucking-19. I wrote 18 again. What the hell's the matter with me? My name is Michael Antonelli, your host here, the mayor of Gardendale, the proprietor of this establishment. Um, I just woke up, so, you know... I got some cobwebs going on. I had to clean up five or six piles of fucking dog shit. <laughs> but, you know, owning a dog's cool, I guess. <laughs> Joining me, as ever, is Harrison Flatio. That's close enough. Harrison uh, Flatio. Yeah. Flatto. Uh, hey, how's it going? Harrison Flattop. You should get a flat top. Yep. Oh, that's what we'll call you. I can... Uh Get, some, get enough gel in there. I can, I can, you have very thick hair. You yeah. could do a flat top easy. I could. I could. I could do the uh, Jersey Blowout. I can do um, the Goku if I dye my hair blonde again. Do it. Blondish. Well, so when I dyed my hair, that also coincided when I was slicking my hair back. So when it was wet, it looked like a rusty blondish orange. Yeah. But then once it got long enough that it was too long, then I had like the two-tone like with the roots. Yeah. And... The the hair then when it was dry was much more blonde. Plus I was like outside like those then during springtime and I was getting that sun in the hair that yeah. sun bleach. The one time I lived in L.A., um, I was there for like two months and I was outside a lot and that really lightened my hair a lot. I'll right, do it. So it's possible. Like I have like basically black hair, but it can get lighter. I'm gonna put sun in in my hair this year. Uh, turn it nice, nice copper orange just on the tips though i was yeah i was thinking braided as well frosted tips need to make a comeback i mean everything these days makes a comeback why not frost the tips what is it how many years removed before the comeback i think we're about in the 90s right well i mean these days were 90s was the 70s right Mm -hmm. and we're in the what the 2020s just about 2000s yeah all right, thank God. I mean, so basically, it's it's always a twenty year thing, but also now we're perpetually in the eighties. Yeah, it's like the eighties are always going to be part of our culture from now until the end of civilization, which will be like twelve years from now. We love Reagan, and then but also we love crack. Also, the nineties is having a bit of a resurgence too. And I guess we're creeping up onto the early two thousands. Yeah, baggy ass fucking suits that look like shit. Nope. Everyone's dressed like an idiot. Remember that camo phase in middle school that everybody went through. <laughs> it was like like weird ass multicolor bright camo. Yeah, I didn't 
and luckily I was poor. Right. I wouldn't say poor. We did all right, but all my clothes were hand-me-downs. Yeah. But he was pretty cool. Yeah. Sonny Phillips, 100, 100 win uh, wrestler at Chai <laughs> High School. Not a big deal. I had a pair of Timberlands. Uh, that I thought the I thought the uh, the little you know the Timberlands the Tims they have a little tree symbol on the boot and they were they were the classic uh, like tan boot color and the tree was black and I was like oh that's so cool you never see that and then I wore them to school and immediately someone was like why did you uh, why did you color that symbol in with pen I was like I didn't do that what are you talking about and then I looked closely and yeah. I guess Sonny uh, colored it with pen. <laughs> Not very well. The lines are very crooked. But what can you do? You live, you learn, as a Lattice Morissette said. Um, did she go down on you in a theater? Let's bring in our guest this week, a dear friend of everyone that he's ever met, because he's just a, he's a stand-up guy. He's all mm. class. Okay? Um, is he, uh, oh, he was here for the power hour, of course. Mm-hmm. Drank us all under the table because he's a grown man. Please welcome back to the show, Bill. Hey, that was very nice. I appreciate that. Hey, I appreciate you. I appreciate your friendship. Thank you. How you doing, pal? Oh, can't complain. What's new? What's new with you? What's up? Um, I had my birthday recently. Oh, did you? Yes. Did not get to go bowling like I do every other year. Why not? We went there. It's new fancy place, Bolero. 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 Yeah. Isn't that the weather guy? Yeah. John. He was John. running out of town. Yeah. And then he came back with his tail between his legs. <laughs> <laughs> but we went there and we said, can we have two lanes? More people are coming. About 10 of us. It was just a guess. And they said, uh, yeah, your name and your phone number. Gave it to them. And then they said, two hour wait. Oh. Like, ah. Then we just went to the bar and drank. That's sad. That's the end of an era. Yeah, probably come back next year, I guess. What the fuck is that place like? Is, is it uh, all new, or it is, is it just all slap new. a new name on the top? No, it is like at the end of the alleys, each alleyway. Yeah. There's a nice big TV. Oh, they had they had okay. like basketball games, hockey games going on. So that's cool. You like that? Bunch of new uh, video games. Oh, yeah. They have air hockey, Papa Shot, nice, bunch of different ones. Um, and I heard did Sean say that uh, the sort of bar area is a lot nicer. Yeah, it's it's open now, and every time I went before, there was always the same lady that took forever for a drink. She was like always yeah. overrun. Yes, now took forever. Yeah, now there was two of them and they were quick hey, as hell hey there you go that's yeah. all you really needed to upgrade that place <laughs> exactly 100%. did you get a look at the food situation I, any of that what there was there was a lot of i guess parties or birthday parties going on actually i love to party yeah and they have some special where like you pay per person and you get the lanes for a couple hours yeah yeah and yeah. they have like food like sitting out like a buffet i guess a little bit okay and that food looked pretty good when I walked by. I was yeah. like, we should have planned this better. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, I appreciate the invitation. Of course. You didn't invite me. I did. You no, you didn't. Do you have Facebook? No, I don't. Huh. Don't act like that's my fault. <laughs> you didn't invite me on purpose, and I understand why. Now get out of my house. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. See ya. I just wanted to come bring you on here to embarrass you. 
consider me embarrassed. <laughs> I wouldn't have come anyway. I don't care for you. I don't care for parties or, or the people you associate with. Huh. It's quick. Changed 180 real quick. Uh, but what are you now? 32. Yep. Same age as Jesus when he died, right? Not that familiar with <laughs> Jesus. He's about he's about around that age. Yeah. So what do you what do you got planned this year? Marriage. Marriage, yeah. About ten months out. Ten months out. Jeez. And then what? Vacations. Uh, I guess you got nothing going going on for this year. Well, bachelor party. Oh, what do you got? We're going to Asheville, North Carolina. Ah, what's there? There's bunch of like pretty cool breweries out here it's a pretty cool town that's cool yeah i just heard a couple people say it's nice and i was like oh that's something different let's no yeah. it's not vegas it's not you know yeah. jersey vegas, shore yeah vegas it's nashville not. if you drive there you're gonna drive there you're gonna fly there i think sean's planning on driving yeah i don't feel like the carolinas are that far away yeah okay. i mean if you're rich you could fly but right i mean i'm not driving because my bachelor you party. Don't, I mean, you don't have to do anything. Well, yeah. You shouldn't have to pay for anything. <laughs> well, I'm going to pay for it. They should hire some of those like Egyptian um, like the, um, people who carry you on that bed. Oh, I would love that. There's a name for them. Not slave. There's a, there's, a, there's another <laughs> name for them. Yeah, yeah. Seraph, maybe? Serfs? But, um, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about, where they carry you on the bed mm-hmm. with the little poles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get, call Sean up right now. Like, should <laughs> yeah. put that down on the list. <laughs> Aren't you? I feel like Jackie just uh, listed off a bunch of other shit you guys are doing too. Well, (laughs) she wanted to go Greece for a honeymoon, right? Apparently, like her homeland, her yeah, her motherland. Yes. Apparently, right that time of the year is very windy there and not the best time. So I think we're going to hold off on that. Mm -hmm. So like we're doing like a mini thing where we're driving up to Salem right around Halloween. Because it's right around Halloween. Oh, That's nice. Fun. Yeah, That's and we fun. can go to Boston. Yeah. So we'll do that long weekend, like three or four days. New England in in uh, in the autumn. Yes. Lovely. Yes. Lovely. And we both kind of like all that like witch yeah. ghost stuff, so that's going to be cool. Yeah. Then we... I like burning women to death. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> they deserve it. Then we're going to... Uh, we got a wedding in Jamaica in this December. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, uh, did, has anyone said uh, Jamaica me crazy yet? Come on. Uh, oh. You should use that uh, at the wedding for a I joke. Might, I think. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Who's gonna, who is that? That's how. So how long is that trip? I think five days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. They're giving you like a vacation for their wedding. Yeah. Oh. Well, you could pick three five or seven they have different options yeah so we just picked now is that a are you gonna drive or fly there <laughs> probably drive too nice have you been have you have you been to jamaica yeah we went a few years ago yeah did you enjoy it it was fun yeah yeah it's all inclusive so you got the beach pool swim swim up bars mm. all you can eat and drink. it'll be cold as fuck here so it'll be yeah. like see ya yeah fuck all you guys yeah. But then you're gonna do you're gonna do Greece later. Yeah, after we get out of debt from all this other stuff, hey, <laughs> just roll it up. Who cares? <laughs> Can't take it with you, right? I feel like th- that's the trend these days. Is you do the honeymoon like a couple months after the wedding. 
I don't I of all the weddings I've been to in the past like five years, I think only one maybe the couple immediately went on a honeymoon. Was that at me? Mm, is that what you did? Yes. Okay, yeah, then that's you. Yeah. <laughs> we left like the next day in the car, headed south. I mean, if you do you, you it's do whatever really you no want. Plans. But I mean, it's also like, you know, now there's like Friday weddings or Sunday weddings and like people are just changing up because it seems to be too damn expensive. Mm-hmm. It it truly yes. even when you go into it like I'm we're gonna do it eat simple yeah. wedding, it's still like ching 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 yeah, ching ching exactly. And then you're like, oh geez, why don't I can't wait for the divorce at this point? <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's good, Bill. We love you, you and Diamond Jackie. I heard Sean had a very good idea for a song that you should incorporate into your wedding somehow, and I agree with him. Okay? Did he tell me? I don't know. We talked about it last night. <laughs> huh. I don't remember. And then we talked about uh, jumping you into our gang that we're starting. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. I, I got to get beat up first. That's what jumping it. Yeah, you got to get jumped in. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. All right. Yeah. We're called the Proud Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, of course. Um, so do you want to talk about uh, you, Bill... You're showing at the, uh, the the DTWA first annual Royal Rumble. Uh, I, you're you want to go over your performance here as oh gets the knees up. Uh, time out. It doesn't necessarily have to be annual. Could be biannual. Could be uh, you know more frequent than once a year. Mm. Just saying. Um, Just I don't saying. know if you should do a Royal Rumble more than once a year, but what do I know? Except everything. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, uh, so you're a billionaire. Yeah. I how, thought, how, how do you think you did? I thought I did pretty good. I think I lasted a while. Well, I, I threw a you few threw people a few out. People. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, definitely, you in. definitely threw some elbows around in the yeah. ring and I, tossed some people out. I don't want to brag, but I thought I did pretty good. I thought I was smart. I went under the ropes a lot, mm-hmm. resting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're a smart competitor. That's you why you're in the... a full suit. Yep. Yeah. A, full, <laughs> a full satin Shine, suit. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about that suit is, I don't know if this was a glitch or something, but it, in certain points in the video, if you zoom in, you can see in the armpit area, it's just white as if it's a tearaway suit. <laughs> <laughs> like in real wrestling, if somebody's wearing a suit in their entrance, they're probably going to take it off before they wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like, well, IRS doesn't even wear a jacket. He just no. wears a shirt. Yeah. Um, but I have a billion dollars. So. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're billy billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, what we're talking about is our new, uh, if you go to our YouTube page, right? You yeah. Get, or, or you can find it on any of our social media. The or link to just it. our website. There's the video embedded on our website. Right there. Yep. Yeah, of course. The Doom Thugs Wrestling Association had its uh, inaugural, 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 like urinal. Yes. yes. Inaugural event um, this past yesterday, Friday. Yeah. Uh, it was a seems huge be, hit. Seems to be a pretty big hit. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for watching. A lot oh. of fun. Yes. Thank you for doing it, Harrison. I yes. had no idea it was happening until it happened. So, a couple of years ago, I saw a video game called Fire Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. And that's where the seed of the idea came in. And I didn't really jump on that because even though Fire Pro Wrestling is very customizable, I didn't really like the graphics. 
It's like a Super Nintendo game. You got to be like into Fire Pro. Yeah. Yeah. It, it yeah. basically looks like a really, really good Super Nintendo game. Mm-hmm. And I was just worried that if I recreated you or me or any of our friends in that particular game, that it wouldn't really seem like their likeness. And long story short, I got the PS4 at Black Friday. And then shortly thereafter, WWE 2K19 went, went on sale. And I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Time to do it. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I was a surprise to you, Mike, is because the project had a long development evolution Mm. where the first thought i had in my head was i'm going to make all these characters i'm going to bring the ps4 over here and we're going to record commentary when it's the very first time you're seeing it live Mm. Mm. and long story short that didn't pan out and i I figured that that was actually kind of a bad idea (laughs) it actually was a bad idea because it turns out there's some settings you have to apply to the royal rumble matches to make them seem like good matches Mm. Mm. so i'm glad that i've i've you know finagled with that and we did it the way we did it but uh yeah it was a lot of fun making everybody uh, a lot of fun thinking about how everybody would be like entering and you know their slogans and names so it was kind of weird that like i was staring at my friend's faces very intently <laughs> and, um, to recreate their likeness yeah. in the game but uh yeah i'm glad everybody seems to really like it uh we'll probably almost certainly do a women's rumble and then probably we'll do some sort of tournament thing to see who is a uh, crown champion and maybe some other like one-off matches like tag matches or hell in the cells or stuff like that. I got, I got lots of booking ideas. Don't worry about that. Uh, perfect. Uh, perfect. So yeah. Are you the Bischoff of this? Fuck no. That wiener. wiener. <laughs> He's such a weasel. Uh, all three men in the ring right now are dead. Um, including the ref. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it was a ton of fun. I uh, what if someone um, who's a friend of the show wants to be involved? Can we can we make them a character if they're like, hey, can I have one? So here's what I was thinking about that. I absolutely want to involve more people. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe if you haven't been on the podcast, you need to be on the podcast first so everybody gets to know you. Of course, of yeah. course, I meant podcast guests that may not have a character in the game gotcha if you if you were a frequent guest of the show and you didn't make the roster do not feel offended about that i just kind of wanted to keep the roster limited to 20 because one of my other original ideas was to have the complete final video drop the same sunday as royal rumble to tie that into like all the google searches Mm. and Mm. so for the first three weeks of january i went kind of crazy doing all this work Mm. and then it came to pass that it wasn't going to time out right so then i sort of pulled my jets and pumped the brakes a little bit and slowed it down mm-hmm. and then it was just like whatever we'll just release it whenever it doesn't matter how did we get a like from pro wrestling tees on instagram i have no idea and oh, that sent me did you tag them did you no i i did a bunch of... i've tagged them before several times <laughs> i could tell you what the hashtags are i didn't even tag them directly i just right. did hashtags that's pretty um, cool yeah. Give me a second. Are we gonna get a? Are we gonna get sponsorship here? I hope so. Oh. So I did hashtag wrestling WWE Royal Rumble video game indie wrestling. God bless. Yeah. We I did it. Guess the right time at the right moment when I published that post because their like came in pretty soon after I published. They it. loved it, I guess. Yeah, they're like, huh? or they're fun. like keeping an eye on it. Like, is there anything here we could sue for? <laughs> I, I'll tell you who might sue is like Kenny Omega. Nah, who would sue is WWE because <laughs> you know. It's, oh no, I was, oh, okay. I understand. It's their game. Yeah. 
I was worried that when we uploaded the YouTube that they would like flag us for copyright stuff. They didn't? No, not yet. Maybe oh, that's the other thing I wanted to talk about. Um so this is coming out Monday, maybe today or tomorrow I'm going to release a video on YouTube that is a full it's a full cut of everybody's entrance. It's just like uncut. Mm-hmm. It's just like everybody's entrance mm-hmm. back to back to back, no filler, just so you can watch it cuz like a lot of the entrances are amazing and they got really truncated for the purpose of the video. Yeah. And that's when we get flagged. That's when we get flagged. That's when we get flagged. That's because it's like some some people's <laughs> entrances like are two minutes yeah. long. Randy yeah. Orton's entrance, very slow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two. It's great, but it's slow and it's like a full two minutes. I love it and I'm uh I think I'm just going to do wrestling commentary all the time in my private time until I get actually good at it. And then somehow I'm going to turn that into a money-making career. There you go. So you thank should, you uh, for that, Harrison. You should um, hit up your Chikara friends. Um, they don't know who I am. <laughs> but can, yeah. can I say that uh, the other day I brought over my PS4. We were playing the, we were playing the video game as a video game, which mm-hmm. I've barely done. Mm-hmm. And Mike, your commentary was phenomenal. Oh, I thanks, could barely pal. keep up. The only reason in that in the in our DTWA video that I was able to do that commentary is because I watched the video five times, yeah. <laughs> and like I kind of memorized all the beats of what was going to happen. And I think at some points in the video, if you go back to rewatch it, I sort of call things that happen like maybe a half a second ahead of time. <laughs> so I'm like, I know this is coming. But you're a good color commentator. You had the notes on everybody. You know, nice. you were you somehow decided that Justin was a dastardly heel. Yes. <laughs> he is. Of course. There's your boy. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He's still alive. Um, so, yeah. So check it out on our different social media platforms. Yes, and there's definitely awesome. going to... I don't know what our release schedule is, but there is going to be more content in the future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I thought that ending was very exciting between... What were they... Mr. 69, Mr. 69 and, and Dom. Dreamboat Dom. Dreamboat Dream Dom. Dreamboat Dom. Yes. Um, so Back and forth. Yeah. I, like I said, I, 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 I simulated a ton of matches, and that was, I, uh, most times, the matches, when it got down to the final two or three competitors, ended almost immediately. Yeah. And I'm watching this, I'm recording it, and I'm like, it's still not over. It's still not over. Yeah. This is amazing. This is like a legitimately great Royal Rumble match. Traded big moves, yeah. traded finishers. It was, you know, it was, I'm going to say it's better than any real wrestling match that ever happened. Probably, yeah. When did you realize that you had Kenny Omega's movesets? Uh, well, I th- saw hints of it when I saw like a V trigger, uh-huh. but th- you know, that's like a Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's- um, then there was like a deadlift. He does this deadlift doctor bomb. And I was like, that's pretty. But then when he did the fucking one winged angel, I was like, yeah. nobody in WWE. You were, you were excited. Was like, Holy shit. This game is, is cool. But, no. but that's like you're saying like people online have created everybody. Well, so they've created everybody. But then what I realized this morning is a lot of their moves are programmed in the game. Like, that Kenny Omega's one one winged angel, one winged angel, yes. That's in the game exactly the way it should be. It's just called the electric chair driver, right? And so, like, um, Cody Rhodes, um, the crossroads is yeah. in the game, yeah. But it's called like rolling something, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like they, they use a generic name, but it's very much another superstar from another promotion's very recognizable finisher. You know, now that I think about that, it makes me think back to WrestleMania 2000 on the um, N64. 
And now, either that or I was probably no way out. But they had a very, very um, robust creative character. Mm-hmm. And if you went through there, you'd have all the finishers from like Razor Ramon and Diesel, the guys that were in WCW, WCW at the time. But they had them in there if you really wanted to put in the work. You could create people. But yeah. you were saying there's a gimmick where you could actually use facial scanning technology to get people's yeah. actual faces. So every character that I made um, is just using their tools to create a character. But you can also take a like really high-quality photo of like my face, mm-hmm. and then you finagle it in Photoshop a little bit to like make it look like a body horror horrific thing. And then when you import it into the game, it's like a photorealistic thing. Um, so I can show you, Bill right now um so this is the kenny omega i downloaded off the internet and this was made using the facial recognition instead of the in-game tools Uh (laughs) and like (laughs) so my my dilemma was like i know this exists but i don't necessarily know if i'm going to be able to get 20 high quality images of people's face i'd rather have the uniformity of it's you know it's just done through the in-game tool engine or the in-game engine tools Oh Christ! It's it's what just what a world we live in. It's just unbelievable <laughs> how in depth that game is, and how you can create it. You can also, like I was showing Mike the other day, you can create arenas, you can create mm-hmm. championship belts. Oh, I'm very excited to get into all of that. You can create, um, like that. So when you watch the video, the first entrance is Tyler Vice, and on the screen, Tyler Vice is Goldust, and on the screen, his intro is the Titantron first, and then you see the character, and that Titantron is everybody's titantron video mm-hmm. i made that video inside the game oh. and then you can also like upload custom images so like on a Marn's character banana man his banana tattoos and like decals on his <laughs> shirt are like just i found an image of banana online and i just up- <laughs> uploaded it to the wwe cloud and then downloaded it and i used it in the game nice tough tough Banana Man's run was not yeah. very good. I think I think I think in the future yeah. Banana Man's going to tear through the roster yeah. angry because he got a little bit squashed. Well, he'll bounce back. He is a kid. He has a little bruised banana. <laughs> but those are the best bananas. You can't be sweet. A green banana. Yuck. So anything else you guys have to report? I could I uh I literally have been working or sleeping this whole week. I haven't done jack diddly shit. Mm, sorry to hear that. Yes. I had something kind of funny happen the other day. So I think, I think we're all adults, and this will tie into our question of the week about social media. Mm. I think we're all adults. We all follow people online that we find attractive, mm. just for the sake of being attractive. Of course. So on Instagram, I followed like about eight new accounts, and uh. then over the next three hours, I got... DM requests from spam bots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't experienced that before, but that was kind of ridiculous. Mm. And they didn't even like try to hide that they were spam bots. It was just like 0026GH5BC um, wants to send you a message. I'm like, deny. <laughs> you had to accept those because they're like, hey, I want to meet up and have sex. So right. Yeah. yeah. You could do that. If you're a single man, nothing holding you down, go have sex with these Russians. <laughs> and I'll give them my social security number too. I give everyone my social security number. What are they going to do with it? It's mine. Exactly. Yeah. For the first time ever, I um because not to brag, but at this point in time right now I'm in no kick her away from the table. 
Stop chewing the fucking table, you idiot. Um, I love Ripley. She's the best, but I mean, no, no phone calls that are coming in are of any, uh, danger right now, if you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I got a call, the same number a couple of days and I knew it wasn't a collector. So I was like, I'm just going to answer it. And, um, it was like something for, you know, uh, a car, uh, uh, ex- extending my warranty or some bullshit. And then she was like, hello. And then I was just like, uh, would you like my social security number? And she was like, what? <laughs> and then I just started giving her random numbers and then she hung up on me. It's <laughs> like, come on. I thought they weren't legally allowed to hang up on you when you're pranking them. <laughs> or is that not the case? Is that just something I saw on television? I don't know. I've been watching a lot of King of the Hill, folks. Good show. Uh, I didn't realize that that show started in the very beginning. Like, right, like it. You know how some shows it's like takes till season three till they kind of figure out their groove. Like the fucking second episode is an all time classic episode. The third episode is the one where they go camping and they kill that crap. (laughs) So fucking good. I'm like Hank Hill. (laughs) Yes, please. And they are, and he has a narrow urethra already. I thought that came in like season thirteen. <laughs> Lucky you do. Thank you, Kevin, for your login to your Hulu Plus. Couldn't have done it without you. Oh, that's where that is now. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. on Netflix anymore. No, no. I mean, it was like, isn't this on something that there's no commercials? And I was like, this is all we got. <laughs> She's like, it's not on Netflix. So I was like, no, Netflix doesn't have it anymore. Oh. I still have not watched a Firefest documentary. I have not either. I was going to say... really want to, but... I watched the Hulu one. The Hulu one? Yeah. What, what do you think? I thought it was very interesting and yeah. pretty cool. Do you remember this situation as it was happening in real time? See, I feel like I remember the advertisements, kind okay. of. And then I remembered... Uh, I didn't read the art, like articles or whatever, but I remember seeing headlines about how bad it was yeah yeah i remember reading the tweets happening at the time like there's wild dogs or some shit but that all could have been fake but um i remember seeing in real time the now famous photo of the piece of bread lettuce and cheese yeah yeah yeah. and the fucking fema tents and stuff yeah Yeah. i mean it seemed seemed kind of fun (laughs) um now uh now Ja Rule's talking about Fire Festival 2.0. I did uh, see that. God bless him. Yeah. Did you see him at concert? Not me, no. No. And luckily there's a this has all sparked a um a blowback against the fuck Jerry account. Yes. Fuck fuck Jerry. Unfollow fuck Jerry. Which um I don't know if it'll have an effect, but I'm glad that it's out there that, that people are finally saying fuck these I mean, there was a week-long backlash against the fat Jew or the fat Jewish, whatever his name is, for the same exact thing, mm-hmm. stealing people's content and making a shit ton of money uh-huh. off it. You know, unapologetically, but hopefully this one sticks And because uh, fuck Jerry gets like $30,000 for a post. Yeah. And it's someone else's fucking created content, mm-hmm. and that person gets not even a... Not even buried under the hashtags, yeah. photo credit, at whatever. Yeah. And then um, I just checked. So I guess they lost about half a million 
half a million users, but they're still at fucking okay. 14 million. Right, right. That's crazy. Right. And it's like most people probably don't even know. Like, I feel like the whole fuck, fuck, fuck Jerry thing is very insular. Like, yes. Like, it's not, it's a bunch of like-minded people on Twitter or whatever. Yeah, you know what I, I, mean? I, yeah I, I feel like the average person probably just doesn't care. Yeah. Me. Um, and then, well, the other thing is that uh, it's not just fuck Jerry; it's also their shoot off accounts. Yeah, like I didn't realize Beige Cardigan, which I've enjoyed in the past, is under their umbrella. Yeah, and yeah. Beige Cardigan is it's of itself a rip off of another uh, account, maybe like Brown Cardigan. Yeah, like honestly, like they just changed the <laughs> the color and the type yeah. of sweater, <laughs> and they're like, "Yep, it's this now." Yeah, <sighs> Tony Schiavone. Uh, yeah, so. Who knows? None of this will mean anything in six weeks when the earth implodes on itself, yeah, right? Yeah. It was 60 degrees yesterday. Mm-hmm. What's it today? Like 40. But soon, uh, Tammy and I were talking about this. I have a, I really think that um, somehow we're going to... Uh, this show is going to take off in New Zealand. So, uh, our show, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So, uh, I don't know if you want to do it, Harrison, but I'm definitely going to start spending my uh, my American winters in New Zealand ah. where it's summer. Okay, so, uh, smart move, you know, they'll probably you know set up something for me nice down there, mm-hmm. yeah. but hey. like kings, but uh, separate houses, Harrison. Yeah. Uh, speaking of New Zealand, I rewatched uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, so good. Still holds up. That's fucking fantastic. We'll be right back, folks. Uh, the Doom Thugs Radio Network. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, ladies and gentlemen. This week's episode is brought to you by Amazon. That's right, Amazon.com. If you go to DoomThugs.com and click on the Amazon banner on the right-hand side of the page or it's on the bottom if you're using a cellular telephone, uh, that'll take you to the regular-ass Amazon site. You do your shopping as normal, and we get a very, very small percentage of that, which helps us bring this show to you for free every week thank you amazon and thank you for supporting our amazon link this week's episode is also brought to you by our dear friend adam costa realty that's mr realtor on instagram mr r-e-e-l-t-o-r if you're buying a house if you're selling a house if you have any questions about buying a house or selling a house or getting a loan or repairing your credit, or finding a place to live, a rental, or whatever. He's the man to reach out because he loves to help people. He's nice, and he's straightforward, and he'll get you what you need. Uh, So thank you to the sponsors for keeping this show on the air, and thank you, the listener, for um, listening, etc. Enjoy the second half of the show. Bye.
Podcast episode 236. Thanks to our loyal listener, Tammy Sparks, for that song request. That is Everclear with Wonderful. Hope uh, hope everything works out for that guy. Sound down in the dumps a little bit there. <clears throat> but, you know, such is life. Everclear was the second compact disc i ever owned oh okay i got two at once for two and three two and three were ever clear not that one the other one and of course smash mouth hey <laughs> not all star we're talking what? walking on the sun era uh-uh. okay go. the good smash mouth <laughs> is that fu Manchu? fu shu mang yeah close enough yep uh, uh, I always get Everclear and Everlast confused. Uh, of course. It's always a gamble. Am I going to get Fun Everlast. Poppy Santa Monica or am I going to get Down Home Blues? They're going to get, he called her a sinner. They called her a whore. Was, was Everlast a rapper too? Everlast was, was in House of Pain. House of Pain. Yeah. Yes, of course. Then he had a beef with, with someone? DJ Lethal from Limp Biscuit. Of course, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. Um... I, I'm sure he did have a beef with somebody at some point. Who doesn't these right, days? I thought maybe Eminem. I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, there was a while there, Eminem. If you looked at him, you were you were dissed in his song. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But uh, I don't know. Um, Everlast, I know, was on that great uh, album that Santana put out with all his uh, duets. You know, with Rob Thomas and um, Everlast. Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we wish him the best. Thanks again, Tammy. Uh, if you have a song request, a song you want us to play on the show, you could find that. We have a form on the website, right? Not anymore. No? Uh, the form is no longer. Uh, nobody was really using it. So you can either email us directly yeah. or any of our social media platforms. There you are. Our email is clearly on our website, uh, so you can find that. Uh, I was thinking earlier that dreams, you know, dreams are just like your brain just thinks up these just wild, convoluted, crazy scenes just to make sure you don't pee in your bed, right? Right. Uh, came close today. Did you? Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Got out of there. Just in time. Had do a you, full boner pee. Do you guys wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? Every once in a while. I can usually... I can usually... I usually know... I can't always help myself how much I drink right before I go to bed. Yeah. Sometimes I'm thirsty. But if I if I take a few big gulps, I know I'm going to have to get up in the middle of the night. If I don't, then I'm fine. I sleep through. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. 
I just don't ever remember really ever doing it. Yeah, you just piss the bed. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time the morning comes, it's, it's dry. dry. <laughs> yeah, it's dry. Or you blame it on Stan. Yeah. 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 Or Diamond Jackie. Uh, right. Yes. Anybody but you. Yep. Not me. I'd be like, there's a leak in the roof. Get it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Uh, so, you know what time it is. Time for some fan interaction. Every week we post a question on our social media. You all respond, and now we read it back and discuss the question of the week. To kick it off, I have to reach into the family bag, pull the song. This week's song goes a little bit like, I always feel like somebody's mailing me, and I have no Twitter feed. Whoa. I always feel like somebody's mailing me. Tell me, is it just a meme? <laughs> Who sings that? Rockwell. Rockwell. With the Rockwell. chorus by MJ. Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so this week's question was a little bit of a philosophical one, a little bit of a humdinger. Um, would you ever consider quitting social media? Now you're saying quitting all of it. I, t- I tend to leave these questions a little bit vague, but that was sort of the implication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You could answer these questions ironically on social media. <laughs> I, I, gladly nobody pointed that out. Uh, Twitter, at Doom Thugs, our, our dearest friend Alana at Hakutaku Blog says, Every single day, yet here I am. Uh, some jagoff called... <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, our friend here, Bill, says. I'm going to read for you. Yeah, go ahead. No. it's entertaining informative and another way to communicate with people for me and i'm not addicted to it Mm -hmm. so i see no reason to exactly it's a very good answer very sound answer you can also uh, find us on instagram we are at doom thugs over there the blake bosert another loyal listener says i did for like three years it's hard because you miss out on things happening with family you don't see every day. It's true. You don't get invited to your dear friend's birthday parties when they could text you. <laughs> Joel Lidzinski says, went without anything. Well, oh, excuse me. Went years without anything. Then brought Facebook back so I could use it to log into other app sites without creating accounts, but still don't use it much. Started using Instagram like a year ago, a year or so ago. Uh, Justin says, I actually don't have a Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Then later he says, not sure if everybody saw this, but I actually do not have a Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That is a good point from Joel there that, uh, if you had, it does make it easier. I don't like to do it, but but uh, every site now you just log in with Facebook. That's like one click. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Joel and I actually used to. Fu- oh, that's well, embarrassing what? now. But we used to. What f word were you about to <laughs> yeah. say? Fucking argue on uh, uh. on Facebook a lot. Mm. But I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad we're both past that point in our lives. Facebook.com slash what? I was gonna say if you want to bounce back and forth, I have it up too. Doom Thugs Podcast. Sean says if it wasn't for Facebook stalking, I would just be regular. I would just be a regular stalker. True. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jessica says yes, but I don't want to call my grandmom on the phone, so I bear with her anti-abortion posts all day on Facebook. FYI, she tried to have me aborted in February of 1989. Offered to pay for it, so I have good reason for preferring to update her on my kids via Facebook. Okay. 
Thank you, Jessica. <laughs> Carol says, if I gave up social media, how would I know what Doom Thugs are doing? Great Very point. Very exactly. good point. Great point. You got to stay on, folks. Oh, you got to stay tapped in. That's you. Oh, sorry. Connie says, uh, yes, my thought was to only choosing one social media account and giving up the rest. However, I'm torn between Instagram and Snapchat. I think I could give up on Facebook if I tried. I do like the live and video chat features on both Instagram and Facebook, though. Might be hard. Kyle says, yes, all the time. Had a good run of no Facebook for a while, summer through fall this year, and I loved it. However, now I've got a Facebook for marketing my hashtag Bavinko business. So I have no choice. If it's going to make me money, I'll do it. That's an aspect of it you don't think about. Nope. Uh, Megan says, yes, I thought about being strictly on Instagram, but then I would lose a lot of connection to some faraway family members on Facebook. I try not to scroll through as much now for my sanity. My father, Mike Sr., says every day. Here we go. Adam says, yes, I left in 2010 and never missed it. Around 2015 or so, Sean straight up told me that I was being forgotten about. I joined Facebook again in 2016 and Instagram in 2018. It's been a great source of business and some of the best times slash things done have been a direct result of social media. I cannot deny that. The folks that invited me to the Philly Auto Show I met on Facebook first. Half the attendees of Tires and Fires were found on social media and the list goes on. That said, if it wasn't a semi-productive source of entertainment or opportunity, I'd be gone in a nanosecond because it's creating a world of people who can't look in you in the eye when you speak, uh, when they speak because they stare at their phone. It's a river with hateful debris everywhere, and it's changing communication and not for the better by any objective measure. I see no less than 10 people per day looking at their phone while they drive. I shift uncomfortably when people will text slash Facebook message and type, glad we talked, great speaking with you, when we didn't talk. We, start, we stared at text on the screen with no less than 20% of the text being internet dialect. For me personally, it's a razor-sharp double-edged blade because at my core, I like everything face-to-face. However, it would be intellectually dishonest to deny the incredible utility of it. I try my very best to have the emotional intelligence and discipline to not let it invade my the unplugged part of my life. I hope you and the NSA are okay with that answer. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> kind of hits it on the head there, huh? Yeah. It's... Uh... So the reason, let me back up for a second. The reason I posted this question is because I read a really great series of articles on Gizmodo. This tech writer, she decided she wasn't going to give up social media. She was going to try to experience the internet and modern life, but avoiding the five big tech giants. So Facebook, Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft. And so, can you do that? <laughs> well, what she did, she she um, Gizmodo, I guess, partnered with this like um, I don't know, I guess university or something, some some dude who's like a professional like privacy advocate, and this guy created a more or less just dumbing it down the firewall that blocked all those tech giants from reaching her devices. So week one, she gave up. Let me think about this. Amazon, and she's like, this was impossible because. Believe it or not, Amazon makes more money off their cloud web hosting called AWS than they do from selling products over the internet. Wow. Like something crazy, like 65 or 70% of the internet is somehow tied into Amazon's cloud platform. 
They must be paying a lot in taxes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, So that was week one. Then week two, she was like, I'm going to give up Google. And she was like, that was tough. Not as tough as Amazon because Google also owns everything. And she's like, you know, had to use Ask Jeeves, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, Week three, I believe she gave up Facebook. And that was tough because like a shit ton of websites have like buttons on their website. And when you have a like button on your website, that ties back into Facebook. So she couldn't even use those? Right. And then week oh, four yeah, and yeah. five were like week five or four was Android. And she's like, that wasn't that tough. Or no, Microsoft. She's like, that wasn't that tough. But ethically speaking, if I really wanted to avoid all Microsoft products, I can't shop in a store because all their registers are based off Windows computers. Mm. And then week five, she was like, I'm giving up Apple. And she's like, it was either Amazon or Apple that was the toughest because she's one of those people that was completely bought into the whole Apple ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And then here's the best part. Week six, she combined all of that. And she let a, she lived a week where she completely did not have any contact with any of those five tech giants. Now, each week was a different one or was it building up each no, week? Each week was a different one until week six, uh, okay. which was, and all, was all at once. Yeah. Okay. And so basically week six, she was like, she had a Nokia phone with T9 texting. Mm. <laughs> she had to print out maps from MapQuest. Yeah. Um, a lot of phone calls. Yeah. Couldn't get group texts. Right. Yeah. Couldn't do social media, and I, it was a really, I really, um, I would really urge everybody to go read that. It's not quite about quitting social media, but it's pretty close, and it's it's pretty eye opening how you can't experience the internet without experiencing one of these five tech giants. What is she, what was like her conclusion at the end? Like, uh, she's glad she did it, but she's not like. It's it's a it's a conclusion I think a lot of people arrive to when they they um, try to banish technology from their lives. She's glad she did it. Um, she when she now that she's returned to her using technology, she's a lot more mindful of how much she's using it. Mm-hmm. A lot more mindful about you know putting the phone down or like you know instead of using Amazon, go to a brick and mortar store. Yeah, things yeah. like that. I, I I don't I don't I don't necessarily think that you have to give up technology. I think that people just should be a little bit more mindful about how much they're using it and sort of just, you know, try to do it the quote-unquote old way. Uh, Bill, you had a good point. Uh, the way you use it doesn't negatively affect your life. No, I'm not on my phone the whole time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh, That's why I'm really glad you're on this episode because yeah. you were, of the of our responses, everyone, you yeah. were the lone dissenter. Yeah, everyone was like, yes, I want to uh, just use it less. That's my, And yeah. I like Twitter, I like because... I'm a big sports guy. Yes, I, a lot. I follow a lot of the sports, and I get a lot of rumors. I like stand-up comedians. I like to follow them. They're funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Twitter, yeah, for sure. For like it, for sports and wrestling. That's yeah. what yeah. I have a. So I have a. If anyone wants to follow my wrestling Twitter account, mm-hmm. Wrestlehead69. That's <laughs> all I follow is is wrestling mm-hmm. and wrestlers, and that's pure joy like i love like when i scroll that account it's good my regular account i get all the other shit which is yeah. like you know oh there's something i like followed by six or seven very upsetting things mm-hmm. and then a bunch of shit i don't even care about but because of my hoarding i won't unfollow this right. account uh oh there's something else i like and then it's like i make a tweet and then I just fucking get no likes on it, and it drives me further into a pit of despair. <laughs> so it's like, okay, some negative emotions are tied up here for sure. 
Um, but I'm aware of it and I'm trying to be better at it, but, uh, I do have problems like just idle time is, you know, sometimes it's good to just sit and literally not do anything, not Mm -hmm. look at anything, Mm -hmm. just be quiet Mm -hmm. and think, but, uh, uh, it's it's a struggle to do that sometimes because it's like oh, the phone's right here. I got to uh, refresh, 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 refresh. Go oh. jerk off. <laughs> um, um, Facebook, I'm currently not on, which is fine um, because I just text. I talk to my parents all the time, and um, that's really it. My cousins and stuff are all on the other uh, social medias. And it's like, it was just, the joy I was getting out of Facebook was like, look how stupid this fucking local is. Yeah. But it's like, you know, that's unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also, I find that I would, entertaining. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. But also, I'd ever, like, every post I had deserved hundreds of thousands of likes and shares. And, <laughs> and they're not. It wasn't getting it, yeah. so I'm not going to... uh I'm not going to keep putting my ass out there for mm-hmm. uh, to be disrespected by some picture of some dumbass kid getting a thousand likes. Yep. Like, who gives a shit? Exactly. I'm doing what's I'm doing hot comedy, <laughs> and I get nothing. <laughs> I get people saying, "What? I enjoy it's it. a joke. I enjoy it. Like, I appreciate you, but some people are stupid as shit." <laughs> um, but Instagram's Facebook, right? Yep. So. You're tied. I'm tied into the empire somehow, right? Yeah. I mean, it's Instagram is Facebook in the same way that Sprite is owned by Coke, right? Like right. they're yes, they're, big brand on its own, but it's owned by right. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to add anything that hasn't already been said, but I have I have a couple of thoughts. Uh, one is, I I often think about how around 2005 to 2007, somewhere in that range, Google killed its um, RSS reader. And basically what that was at that point in time on the internet was that a website, AV Club, the Deadspin, whatever you want, any sort of website, um, has an RSS feed and that's sort of like their their feed of content. And then you copy and paste that link into a, a reader and then that just dumps all the articles from the website as they get published into your reader. And I always think about how that was a way for you to cull content and absorb content in a quick and easy manner, much like how Twitter's used, except Twitter also has the social aspect to it. E-readers, or not e-readers, RSS readers were just like, I'm just grabbing all the stuff I like and I'm seeing it under my own eyes. Mm-hmm. Whereas Twitter's like, you know, here's a website posting a link to their article, but then also here's a comedian ranting about politics. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's, it's, I often think about maybe doing a second Twitter account like you, Mike, where it's just subscribed to websites, Twitter feeds, mm-hmm. and then that's all I get. Mm-hmm. Um, another thought I've had a lot is how very much in the early 2000s, it was just the wild, wild west in the internet. And mm-hmm. like, not just in terms of like how content was published or like shared or like how there was no YouTube and like everybody had to download a real player, <laughs> but also how there wasn't really a set code of contact on how to act. And that sort of coincided with the rise of Facebook where yes. like this incredibly powerful tool arrived on the scene and there's nobody really there to tell you how to use it. And now people live their entire lives through Facebook yes. and like share inappropriate things on Facebook. I'm not talking about like you, Mike, like you're obviously doing jokes. I'm mm-hmm. talking about people like, 
you know, like couples airing their grievances uh, to each other on Facebook. Yes. Like, I yeah. love drama. Yeah. Right. Like drama <laughs> like that. And like there was nobody around to say like, hey, like. What the fuck are you doing? Maybe don't do this. Yeah. And like it was just a lawless West. And now like we're embedded in this culture where like people feel like you have to say like air all that stuff out in the open. And they're sorry to cut you off. No, no, no I'm, I'm, And they're especially on Facebook. I don't have Instagram, but and Twitter's not really like this, I feel like. But Facebook, a lot of people don't know how to use it like you. They believe everything they like news wise. Big problem. Yeah. Big, big, big problem. Yeah. Like news are you can, like if you look just look at the website it's from you can tell like it's yeah. not it's fake. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like part of the, that problem specifically is that a lot of the tech. Oh, I want to try to speak very gently and diplomatically. A lot of the tech owners, and like the big people, the figureheads behind the Facebooks and the Twitters, all have that sort of laissez-faire attitude of like the free market will decide or like. You know, if people don't like it, they won't follow this account or like Reddit. Like, if people don't like it, they'll just downvote, and that's not exactly the case. Mm-hmm. Like, you do need a curation, you do need a set of eyes to be like at Facebook saying like, "No, this is like really bad information you're spreading, and it's like mm-hmm. doing an actual harm." Mm-hmm. And it's now just fifteen years later, where Facebook's probably about twelve years old. Where now Facebook is finally being like, oh, I guess this is a problem. Yeah. We're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry. Oops. Uh, I'm a billionaire, but I can't get a real haircut. <laughs> it, another aspect of it is, like, as a fan of things, sometimes I feel tremendous pressure to, like, tweet about them or whatever because it's like I need to help that thing I like uh, grow. And um, they're not counting these torrent numbers. No, just <laughs> but then it's like, that's a whole anxiety. That's well, like another way to ruin your viewing experience. Always thinking like, should I tweet about this? But then if I tweet about it, I'll look basic and I don't want to be a basic bitch. Well, but also they need the hashtags. They need the likes. Yeah. I, I related, I'm really glad you brought that up. A related thought I always have is how, just like how people weren't really taught how to use Facebook and be sort of, quote unquote appropriate on there um you know these these facebooks and twitters and these really powerful tools came around and fan communities have had this huge resurgence mm-hmm. if you it, like back in the 60s if you were the fan of the beatles you write to somebody and then six to eight months later you might get a form letter back yeah. mm-hmm. and like nobody really taught fandoms how to act online and now you have these incredibly toxic pockets of people i don't want to paint all fans as bad people but you have these incredibly toxic pockets of quote unquote fans who are being like really fucking awful Mm -hmm. and there was i think at the time i guess the studios or the people like making the stuff were just happy to see people's interactions and they weren't really thinking about and it's not their fault that they didn't have the foresight to see the negativity but there was nobody around to be like hey don't be a jackass Mm -hmm. don't you know harass women or don't like you know send death threats because your favorite character got killed off on the tv show right 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 just uh you know just punch a hole in your wall, you fucking geek. <laughs> <laughs> Start crying and shouting because your favorite team lost. Uh, well, that's normal. <laughs> so, uh... I uh, Thank you, everybody, for responding. Um, yeah. I enjoy every once in a while getting serious on the Doom Thugs. It's not all serious. It's not all silly games. Um, next week's going to be a very silly question, though, to, to balance it out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, thank you, everybody. Appreciate your answers. I would say 
I, my personal, what sort of really helps me is just understanding that if something's not making you happy, you don't have to exactly. follow that thing on your social media platform of choice. Right. If a family member's not making you happy with what they post, you can mute them. Thank God they have that mute button yeah. to keep uh, friendship and family politics on the level. Yeah. Also, invite me to things just because I'm not on your fucking bullshit website. You should have thought about that when you weren't giving I, me the uh, likes. Okay? This is I, your fault. When'd you quit Facebook? I don't even know. Was it a while, a while ago? It's probably like the new year. Oh. If not before. Huh? All right. Yeah. Bill, yeah. don't not invite me to your wedding because I'm not on Facebook. I was, I did go to a wedding that was through invitations and everything through, well, they shared the link on Facebook to their wedding. Oh, great. Yeah. I'm fucked. I'm not doing that. Okay. You don't, don't feel obligated to invite me to your wedding anyway. <laughs> I get it. I understand where I stand with you. Okay. <sighs> All right. Let's let's lighten the mood a little bit. We're getting pretty serious. Let's oh, play games. Oh shit! I forgot we have games. Oh game. no, games. I I uh, I prepared a lot of games for the live show we had a couple of weeks ago, and um, still working through the backlog of that. So we're gonna play the Rotten Tomatoes game. Hooray! Now it is time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This game is not legally endorsed by or affiliated with Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, thank you for that song. A um, couple things. One is that I screencapped all these pages like a few weeks ago, so some numbers might be a little bit in flux, especially for especially for the newer releases. And two is, do you guys want to play high, low, or sixty nine? 69. All right. So the way this works is that I'm going to say an actor name, and then these guys have to guess a movie that the actor is in. For each round, closest without going over 69 gets a point, whereas in other Rotten Tomatoes game, we just add up the total amount of the Rotten Tomato meter score. Without going over. Right. Without going over. Closest to 69 without going over. And then each round, I'm going to bounce back and forth for starting person. Question. Yes. If we both go over, no points. Kiss. Well, you could do we that have to kiss. kiss. All right, cool. You actually have the sixty-nine. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Then we can put it on social media. There Get you go. Those likes. All right. Then I'll kill myself. We'll put it on live link. <laughs> there you go. Uh, round one. Let's start with Bill. Bill's our guest. Christian Bale. Hmm. Closest without going over to sixty-nine gets a point for the round. I think of a bad movie Christian Bale's been in. There's some splats on here. Although I believe 60, I can see right now, I think 60 is the threshold between splat and fresh. So 69 is fresh. Yes. Just not as fresh as right. my pubes. Oh. So I just, I just, got, a, just got a little trim job oh, done. Nice. I can actually confirm I that 60 is the threshold. Oh, so here's what it is. It's... 60 is a tomato, but then there's also, I guess, around 70 or 72 is certified fresh. Mm. Bill, still Christian Bale to you. Oh. Dark Knight Rises. Okay. I'm not going to say the answer until Mike goes. Yeah. Mike? I'm going to say Vice. Dark Knight Rises, 87%. Damn, was that... Vice, 66. Oh. Hey. I thought people liked that movie a lot. Nah, not really. 
Tell you what, I like Christian it. Bale's in a lot of movies. Let's go again on Christian Bale. Mike, you're going first now. Let's go with uh, the Machinist. Okay, Bill. I want to say. Try and think of the, the prestige or the illusionist. Illusionist. Oh, it's not a Christian with, Bale go movie. Go with the other one. <laughs> prestige. Okay, uh, you're both over. Machine is seventy-seven. Prestige seventy-five. Wow. Oh. Wow. All right. Let's get off. What was his? Can we? Can I ask his lowest or lowest one? I might know. I know he might know. Um, he was in Newsies. That's a thirty-nine. He was in um, Equilibrium. That's a 38. Oh, yeah. Equilibrium. Terminator Salvation. Unjustly. Oh, unjustly at 33%. That's such bullshit. Was it, I've never seen it. Was, is it good, though? It's pretty Much good. Much better than that. Yeah. Um, the only other... Did you guys see The Prestige? Yeah. Yes. Love it. Really? Yeah. I like both of them. I liked every Bullish. part of it except the end when it was like... Spoiler! It's a, yeah, spoiler <laughs> alert. There's actual magic in it. <laughs> Give me a break. All right. I think this is going to be a lot easier for 69. We're going to go Ben Stiller. Oh. So this is Bill. F- you know what? Let's do uh, Mike, Mike first. first. Yeah. Mike first for Ben Stiller. We will, we'll do two rounds of Ben Stiller, though. Right. We're going to go with Meet the Fackers. Oh, Meet the Fockers. I was looking at the wrong one. Okay. Uh, heavyweights. Oh, a classic. All right. So, Heavyweights was 29%. Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers, 39 So, Mike gets the uh, point. Hey. Give Heavyweights a break. It's That's a fucking kids movie. I thought it was going to be lower, but I, I didn't think that gonna, low. I thought it was going to be certified 100% fresh. All right, Bill Ben Stiller. A lot, a lot, a lot of Ben Stiller movies. He's been in a lot. See, I think I'm going to go to the Heartbreak Kid. I hated that fucking movie. Okay, and I don't like to say that, but I hated that fucking movie. I'm not even sure what that is. I had to see it in fucking theaters. Did you? Sorry for that, Mike. Um, Ben Stiller was in. Um, Meet the Parents. I was thinking of Little Fockers, but... Okay. I couldn't think of what that was called. Yeah. <laughs> meet, the, meet the Parents is an 84, so you're over. Oh, wow. Heartbreak Kid, 29. Nice. Little Fockers looks to be his lowest rated movie. Oh, no, never mind. His lowest rated movie is Envy with Jack Black. Ah. Uh, okay. That's the one where they're obsessed with Flan, and there's the oh, uh, yeah. Poobie Gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's well, the score looking like, Mike? Two to one for me. So who's next? Bill's up first for Miss Anna Kendrick. Pitch Perfect 3. Oh, you went 3. Okay. Pitch Perfect 2. I like all of them. I don't care. Pitch Pitch Perfect 3 is a 31. Pitch Perfect 2 is a 65. Ah, Bang, bang, baby. See, I like the whole series, so I thought they were all going to be around 69. Cups. All right. Uh, do you want to do another Anna Kendrick? Cups. Here's the problem with Anna Kendrick. Not in a lot of movies. That's what I'm trying to think. <laughs> so we can move on to the next 50, one. 50 50. Like 93%. 93? Yeah. Woo! 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 Right. 
Mike, you're up first for this actress, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, huh? Yep. Now, what's tough is she's a really great actress in a lot of good movies. What also is tough is I'm not sure who she is. Who is? No. (laughs) Really? Uh, I don't know. I can't think of a lot of movies right now. She was in, of course, she was in, of course. Of course. You know what I'm thinking of. You Uh, know what I'm thinking uh, of. (laughs) You know what I'm thinking (laughs) of. Julianne Moore was in The Big Lebowski. Yes, she was. Was she in Hannibal? Yeah. Um, I'm going with that. So Hannibal. Okay, so The Big Lebowski, 82%. Mm. Hannibal, 39%. Yeah. Damn, Bill. I got to admit, the next two actresses are going to be a lot harder than that. Oh. <laughs> Actually, the ones shouldn't be that bad. Ooh. This could be our last round. Oh, oh, she was in um, uh, Lost World. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. GP. So that would be Bill first? Try it, Bill. Give it your best shot. Or, you know, maybe Gwyneth Paltrow is easier for you than Julianne Moore. I don't know. I made these when I thought we were going to burn through a lot of them with the Pop Out of Boys. The P-Boys. The P-Boys, yep. I... uh, Exactly. Jesus Christ. Bill's still thinking of one of Paltrow movies. Yeah. I don't know why. (laughs) She's in the... She's in a recent cinematic universe. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of some more. Iron Man 2. Okay. Michael? Shallow Hal. Ooh, <laughs> Iron Man 2, 80%. That, oh, no, I'm sorry. 77, 73%. Can't read. Iron Man 2 is 73%. Why is that at the high? <laughs> and then Shallow Hell is a even 50. Okay, I'll take it. So what are we looking at what, score-wise? What was Adam Sandler? Wasn't she in the movie with Adam Sandler? Was she? Was she? Are you thinking of Drew Barrymore, of course? No, she's in like three yeah. movies with Adam Sandler. Current score is four, 14. No, am I wrong? Yeah, I don't think she's in any movie. I swear she was in. No. Hmm. Nothing with... Uh... All right. All right. So the last one I have, which we don't necessarily have to do, because it's going to be tough, is Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Who goes first? Mike. Swordfish. Okay. See, here's my dilemma. Is Swordfish over 69? Because if it is, I should go something easy like Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Or should I try and something around 69? Like, like Gothica? In these situations, I always say go with your gut. I mean, you know, we're, we're, trivia, Catwoman. Part- we're trivia partners. Okay, Swordfish, 26%. Damn it. Catwoman, 9 9 Yeah, nine. I know the Catwoman was there. Oof. 9%. I couldn't remember how bad Swordfish was. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not that bad. 
see our boobies up. Yep. <laughs> Hugh Jackman gets a uh, blowjob while hacking a computer. Nice. Yeah. But it's like a test. It's not like a cool thing. It's like uh, a, it's like can he can he can he hack under pressure? Oh, you put it away. Never mind. Oh, don't. What do you want? What do you what want? What was now? Gothica? Was it Gothica? Was it called Gothica? Yep. yep. Gothica's a Halle Berry movie. Um, give me a second. Gothica was fourteen um, percent. Mm. So I will lost it. Either way, even if you have, you would have had to get two points somehow. Oh, rub in, it. Right. ouch, ouch. So how take how's that for a strike? No. Oh. Huh? So the TVs at Bolero were they showing sports or were they showing fun little movies when you get a strike? I just seen all sports. Really, they still had the. No, he's talking at the end of end the, of the alley. TV. Oh. oh, and it better be sports. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Can you smoke in there again yet? That's all I care about. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. Fuck them. Fucking millennial ass pussies. <laughs> Can't smoke anywhere. Copley's. Can always smoke with <laughs> Copley's, baby. Uh, well, I'm gonna press this button here, and that's gonna bring hey. us into the uh-huh. end of the show. We did it. We did it. Bill, right. thank you for being here. Thanks for having me always. It's a pleasure. Bless. How do we do? Harrison A, Mike A+, plus. sorry for not inviting you to my birthday. You know, you made up for it with the plus, okay? Nice. We're, we're on an even playing field again. Nice. All the malice in my heart has melted away, mm-hmm. much like butter on top of a hot ear of corn. Nice. And we know you love those ears, ears of corn. Oof. I can't wait to eat some summer corn outside with flies landing on it every now and then, shitting over over it. Hopefully one of those gets me sick enough to die. Mm. Harrison, great job as always. Thank you, Mike. Great job with the video, this new universe. Yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. I got a lot of great ideas. It's going to have a lot of fun. I'm excited to loop you in onto the creative process. Yeah. Yeah, there was many times during that, and I was like, "I wish I had somebody who was really knowledgeable about wrestling to tell me what to do here." Now you got it, baby. Maybe, uh, maybe Dragon Law would have been wearing shower sandals. <laughs> <laughs> he did a hell of a job. He didn't lose a single shower yeah. shoe the yeah. entire match, and he had a hell of a. He run. was a real winner. He was. Uh, so you know, follow us all across the social medias. Uh, if you haven't yet, please uh, give us a five star review on iTunes. Or Apple Podcasts, whatever the fuck. If you can even find how to do that anymore, they don't make it easy, folks. Um, if if you have a, a podcasting app that you use that we're not on, let us know about it. We'll get on there. And uh, anything else, you can always reach out to us. You can contact us on the website or just shoot us an email, doomthugspodcast at gmail.com. Or give us a call, 610-416. Oh, I almost gave out my uh, personal phone number. <laughs> yeah. uh, say Four six six five three two nine. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it on the show. And uh, that's all for me. You guys got anything else you need to plug? No, uh, not really. I'm on Letterboxd. Uh, nobody else is. And uh, I also have a Medium blog, which I neglected for a couple weeks. But I'm going to have something this weekend. Or no. By the time you're listening to this, I should have had something published. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye.